Cross Choke, a TFL Ministries podcast, is brought to you by you. If you want to learn how to support our show, go to patreon.com forward slash TFL Ministries. Season 3, episode 24 of Cross Choke. I am Zach Anderson. I am also joined, like always, with the handsome and studly Dakota Ritan. Aw, thank you, Zachary Anderson. It's as if you were just getting an award, like, at a banquet, and, like, you were From a bunch it. of old ladies. Like, like, a Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Where he's, like, at some benefit... With like They're a like, big gigantic check. Give a speech. He's like, like, I got a uh... vacation. But remember that was <laughs> that was only on the preview, like a trailer. You know, Marvel bamboozles uh, you. Yeah, they give you fake trailers. Fake trailers. That's what I do. I am actually in a fake trailer. This this podcast isn't real. This is a fake hype up for something else. A pyramid scheme. That is actually our end game in this. Is oh, for oh, people to nice play on words. <laughs> I have my moments. Usually they just come naturally, you know. Most of the time I have no idea what anybody's talking about. I thought it was marvelous. Oh. Thank you, Wanda. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a great segue into our small talk section. Zach, uh, how are you doing? Dude, I'm doing really good. So I have a really funny story. This almost counts as a... Um, I was gonna I was gonna call it a bamboozler, but it's <laughs> the new know. wrestling move. No, that, that's a great submission name. What the heck is that that section called? Banana split. Banana split. Okay, what what's wrong with me? Okay, Do you smell too toast? much coffee. Um, okay, <laughs> that, nah, that's so funny. Anyways, so before this, I had dinner. Right, we're recording at what time? Whatever time it is. Ten forty two now. Okay, I thought we'd start at like. 10.05, but that was 40 <laughs> minutes ago. So I ate dinner, leftover pork chops, and breaded noodles. I don't know if you've ever breaded noodles before. Mm, Basically no. like crackers mixed with noodles, right? One of my favorite things. So I had that for leftovers, and after dinner, I was still hungry. So I was like, hmm, what am I going to have before recording? So I thought I'd throw a little quesadilla together, right? So... um. I, after I microwaved it and started eating it, I was like, something just tastes funny. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it, so I continued to eat the quesadilla. Nice. So about halfway through, which is normally probably what people would consider a whole quesadilla, but I use like two tortillas, one flat, all the cheese, another one flat. Then I cut it up like a pizza with a pizza cutter, and just, just roll it up and shove the whole piece in your mouth, and it's a great there day. There you go. So I was down in it before the podcast. And I made it about halfway through and sat here and was like, what tastes weird? And I put it together that I used the same plate that I had my pork chop and bread and noodles on, washed it quick, threw it in the rack, and then was like literally a minute later was like, oh, throw a tortilla on there. It looked dry. 
I realize what I'm tasting is soap. Yum. I don't think I rinsed the plate off all the way. Yuck. So I kind of can tell now that I have like this weird film taste in my mouth. That is nasty. All, all the wonders of the pork chop and breaded noodles is gone. And all I taste is soapy tortilla. Ugh. That's that's how things are going in my world, you know. Is that a new menu up. item at Christina's? You want that soapy quesadilla? It'll clean you right up. It's one of my pet peeves. Everybody should know you don't pronounce the L's in quesadilla. Why not? You know how you know how silly that is. Somebody calls. What if like, you're Yo. from Minnesota? There's no excuse, honestly. <laughs> okay, so we we sell Rianos, right? Okay. R e l l. Ah. People are like, I'll I'll have the egg battered Rolano. Oh, ouch. Or or here's the biggest one. I'll have the Polo. The polo a la crema. <laughs> a la crema. <laughs> a la carte. So basically my life is on, it's like, it's like episode of episode. It's like the movie Groundhog Day. You ever seen that with Bill Murray? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's honestly how I feel. Besides the soap thing, that, that changed things up. I mean, you know, I got to keep things fresh, just eat some oh, soap. Oh, my. But really, life is good. Um, how about for you, man? Catch me up. Oh, well. Got the PS5. Oh, yeah. Only ended up paying a a small fortune for mine. (laughs) Actually, all in all, only ended up paying 130 bucks with all my trade-ins. Oh, dude, I'm like, how did you pull that off? Well, I think the guy at GameStop made a mistake on my PS4 trade-in because I only have the 500 gig, like, standard model PS4. But he put me down for the one terabyte PS4 Pro when I explicitly told him it was the 500 gigabyte one. And he agreed and nodded and verbally confirmed, oh, yeah, the 500 gigabyte one. And then typey typey, one gigabyte, 200 bucks. Like, all right. One gigabyte. Or you mean one terabyte? (laughs) One gigabyte. (laughs) Wow. that's, That's actually my Matt nickname is one gig. I can play Angry Birds. <laughs> we can't even download Among Us on that. So I would say if you don't have a PS5, trade in everything you can. Trade in your kids. Trade in whatever you got handy. And hold Get the PS5. <laughs> you want it just for Astro's Playroom. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Isn't that great? So fun. Yeah, that's... I've uh, you've You've had more time with your PS5 than I have. Yeah. Um, anytime I've been on it, besides playing like Rocket League with you guys, is maybe a couple hours. Um, sure. And I'm, um, I've been, I've went through the only other game I played is Astro's Playroom, but I have Spider Man Miles Morales ready to play and um, uh, the Little Big Planet game. Uh, but dude, Astro's Playroom is so legit. It's so awesome, yeah. and it's huge. It's a big game. Yeah. So I've I've you made it through two of the worlds and hundred percent oh, cool. of those. Nice. So then I'm going to go through the other. I think there's only like two left and then a couple other things. But uh, I've only done two as well, but I have a feeling more are going to come out after you beat a couple. We'll see. That's what I'm thinking. But uh, what's nice about that game is it's so refreshing, especially after playing The Last of Us Part Two. Oh, yeah. Like, like that's just a lighthearted. It's like complete opposite. <laughs> it's, it's actually made me like video games again. Yeah. 
The Last of Us Part Two put everything in question in my life. Have you seen any Easter eggs in Astro's Playroom yet? Oh, they're all over. Like, have you seen the Death Stranding Easter egg? Yeah, yet? yeah. That one's so funny. Where, where he, he's like crawl, walking through the mud, and then like there's all the little crabs running around him. And then if you like punch the boxes that he's carrying, you get a ton of coins. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. Well, good, bro. So I'm glad things are looking up, of course. This is Cross Choke, one of our three podcasts from the Fight Life Ministries. Thank you for joining us. Remember, you can get early ad-free access to Cross Choke over on patreon.com slash Ministries. Also, get other perks, including access to Cross Choke Plus and Cross Punch. We really appreciate your support. And if you join us on free feeds, uh, we welcome you to give us reviews, share with your friends and family. And of course, Dakota, this is our season three finale. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. We have some fun things in store. Well, not really. We're just treating it kind of like another episode. Um, but that means we're just taking basically the holidays off. There's fun of... things in store for every episode. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's true. There's always, always fun things uh, in store. But Dakota, speaking of Cross Punch, which we just talked about, um, our first episode is now live to all Blue and Purple Belt patrons over on Patreon. Dakota Cross Punch is our chance just to hang out, you know, yeah. uh, we have a, a really lighthearted agenda. Um, we keep things minimally edited. Um, you edited the, this last one. You did a great job. Um, the only edits I had to do were because of internet failure. Mm, that's, that's kind it. of tough. Oh, we didn't even mention that we're doing this remotely again. That's kind of just a given at this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we have that episode uploaded cross punch um, it's a very raw form of us, our mistakes and quirks, and uh, kind of just fun. So, But do you want to kind of share with our audience a few things um, from that episode that we talked about? Of course. So uh, we talked about Jesus in media, and uh, we just talked about where we as people see religion, see spirituality in all forms of media, from books to TV shows to movies to comic books to music politics we talked about pretty much it all and uh then we just talked about the why and the how and the importance of that and uh, it was pretty good and i'm actually really excited for our next cross punch episodes because we have some fun games planned and yeah. uh, some other some other different things that we don't normally do on cross choke or cross choke plus yeah i'm really looking forward i i, uh, I have a couple things in mind already i've been writing them down for our next cross punch and uh, may even throw a little video action in this next one. So yeah, yeah, people could actually see our true identity. Oh, what if we did did it and also wore like masks? <laughs> <laughs> we could face swap. That Hello. would be terrifying. I, I don't know if I'm down for that. I would have no hair on my head, and you'd have a lot of hair. Just to experience each other for a day. Like, this is what Dakota's face is like. <laughs> that would be scary. You know something different about me? Well, okay, that's... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> is my teeth have been hurting for like a year and I don't say it. But I think if we were to trade mouths, okay, you would experience a lot of pressure and tightness in your teeth hitting each other. I would just go to the dentist right away. I feel like I okay, so I feel like my my pain 
threshold is a lot higher than normal people. Ah. Like I'm I'm like a I'm like a steady six out of ten pain most of the time. But oh. I feel like that would be like an eight or like a nine sometimes for people. I'd say anytime I'm even remotely inconvenienced, it's a big deal for me. So <laughs> I'm like, why am I being persecuted right now? That was like the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> you like stub your toe on the, the kitchen table. That's it. I, I'm calling off work for the week. And uh, honey, you got to take care of the kid. Uh, Dude, if I, I mentally go through... All my body parts, you know, my toes to like my neck. Each one's at like a dull four, eight. Oh, at least. oh no! Yeah, but my teeth do like a like. Sometimes during the day they hit like a seven. Like I need, I, I honestly think I just need braces because my teeth are just <sighs> getting so tight. They're still like straight, but like you could tell they're just like two springs, like ready to go. Boing! Like oh, there goes a tooth. Oh. You're getting choked out one time, and all of a sudden, a tooth flies out of your mouth. You know, usually it looks like my veins are going to pop out of my head before my teeth. Like, like if I'm even remotely choked, barely, like, even if I'm getting demonstrated on, my head <laughs> just turns into, like, this looks like devil's snare off Harry The kids Potter. are like, is he okay? Uh, we don't do submissions in the kids' class yet. So okay, the young adults are like, uh, "Is he okay?" Yeah, like like my head instantly turns like purple. I'm fine. But oh, so that's just, why they call you Thanos. It's a small price to pay. <laughs> so if you don't anyways. have a writer name yet, there you go. <laughs> Thanos. Speaking of which, all of our Patreon members get free fighter names at the end of every episode. One of the which many bonuses really of. Of uh, uh, what's what's it called? Submitting what? Patronage, cornerman sub, subbing to. There is subscribing. So that's the word I'm looking for. I'm gonna leave all this unedited too. This is a this that's is a great. true preview of Crosspunch right now. <laughs> I think I should have had the coffee, and you should not have had the coffee. Is it really obvious that I had coffee? It's obvious you had a soapy quesadilla. Oh, I could still. I just my tongue keeps like gliding across like the top of my mouth can't believe i did that i wasted a whole quesadilla it's like a slip and slide in your mouth i'm gonna put that on my uh, (laughs) christian mingle (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so anyways you could gain full access to our cross punch episode um over on patreon we have a lot of fun Back to normal. All right, Dakota, we are post-2020 election. We are, in our context, kind of in the middle of a increased or uh, pandemic outbreak again. Like, numbers in our county, in Montana here, are just crazy, right? The um, worst in the nation, almost. Like, per capita or whatever you throw. If you throw per capita in there, everybody believes you, no matter what you say. But it's... <laughs> Like per cap, whatever that looks like, right? Um, we're still in like a phase two, but we just recently went back to like a phase one point five ish kind of thing. Um, so anyway, so pandemic is still alive and well, right? Um, Post election stuff, still a lot of tension going on about uh, results and counting and that kind of thing. But a common thread 
um, I don't know if you would agree with this, has been people saying, I just want things to go back to normal. Right. Right. Absolutely. Are you I mean, that's... one of those people? No. Um, uh, not at all. I mean, what is normal? Am I normal? Are you normal? But people saying, I, I want things to go back to healthy. I want there to be sure. love. People get along. <laughs> I want, you know, whatever. For a lot of people, it's the only thing they have to measure something on is their idea of what normal used to be. So, for instance, um, in our county, the biggest factor for them to quarantine kids and to uh, wear masks and everything is they don't want schools to be outside of the classroom. Um, people are afraid of what that's going to look like. And I understand that. It's it's different learning for students, and it's a lot more difficult for a lot of people. But uh, at some point, I find it almost um, unhealthy because they're like, let's do everything we can to get schools back to the way they were instead of maybe embracing some changes that are healthily being made. I don't know. That's just my even, opinion. On even that. though they're coming around forcefully, like you have no choice, but yeah. to accept some of these, um, new normals. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't really see a problem with that. I've seen a lot of benefits in my workplace from, from COVID. Um, that have been been really nice. Um, mm -hmm. Not huge on the masks thing per se, but yeah, that seems to be a common thread of frustration. You know, yeah, and, and it is definitely a trying time, of course, right? Like it, it there's a lot of strain financially on people right now. Um, a lot of uh, expectations on like parents, so to speak, with their kids. Like, say if they're they are doing remote learning, sure, you know. Um, strain on athletes you know with trying to do school sports or you know a lot of academies are still not open or keep getting shut down due to sure. contact tracing or small and businesses in general exactly you know so we've, we've been very fortunate at our academy and haven't had to shut down since we were able to reopen in uh in june and so praise god for that but we know it's not the case with a lot of these academies you know and what i was thinking too is you, you just kind of mentioned it is specifically also with like education you know and a positive of that i feel one of the positives of kind of this you know stay home idea is education has been way more accessible um you know it's made some of these professors and you know, it, it's different. They've the workload has gone lighter, but also harder. Uh, right. But this idea of that, it, I don't know. You and I aren't the biggest advocates for college. I would say I'm one of the least <laughs> most advocates for that term for formal learning. You know, I I see its place, but at the same time, it's there's so much weird wrong with it, right? Yeah. But with this online stuff going on i think it's going to change things forever yeah you know why, why i think a lot of people Florida, you know university if i could get the same education yeah online? exactly i think a lot of people came to terms with thinking you know uh why am i paying for 
this amount of schooling when I can get the same thing from a different cheaper college or a different or a community college or something you know uh, I think a lot of mentalities have been shifted mm-hmm. and some we know some of the things are impossible with like hands-on lab sort of thing exactly or, you know it's not it doesn't doctorates not, yeah it doesn't match everything like it, it's not a one-size-fits-all with online learning like sometimes you you just can't be a, a layman you know a lineman hanging you know wires online you know you can only draw so many <laughs> diagrams and feel so many osha they're just out. playing they're playing among us for homework I'm, connect I'm the on wires lights. i'm on i'm on lights Someone turn the lights out. Go fix it. <laughs> so that that kind of is leading to, to the statement, this question that is kind of in the form of a statement is, what if we're not supposed to go back to normal? You know, what if it would be counterproductive to go back? And that's sure. kind of the question I wanted to, to ask us is, you know, why go back? You know, why, why or, or the other side of that is why accept and, uh, and adapt to the new normal? Sure. You know, so kind of, kind of two sides of this. And so we already kind of looked at education, you know, um, what about with families? You know, we kind of mentioned families a little bit, but I think a positive of this has been families have had to almost forceful, forcefully, is that the word force, forcibly, forcibly, I think I'm adding too many consonants in there, whatever, <laughs> um, is to be families again. Sure. You know, kind of knocked people off of their normal. And like dads were home with the kids and moms were home. Right. You know, um, you know, but also there's the side of that that could have been negative to where maybe it's not good to have dad home. Right. I'm, I'm almost wondering if there's a, t- a statistic about how many divorces or the divorce rate has been through COVID. I have heard, I don't know, this is just hearsay, conjecture, hearsay, is that divorces have gone up. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, not to say I've experienced that personally. <laughs> would be because I haven't. Speaking of which, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can see the toll that it has on you know a family structure where you're not used to, uh, for lack of a better word, dealing with your spouse on a daily basis, and now you're forced to. What's the term? Forced to face the, whatever. Face your fears. Sure. I'm trying to think of a face your problem of a term here. Like like not not masking over your, your issues by going to work. Yeah, you actually have to to turn and work through some things and I can see how that would be too difficult for people especially in the in the time and era we are uh in the technology era that we live in and the society that we do it it could be difficult for people to actually um face those things uh when they're not you, used to it. they're just Used to live in life and and going about their day without thinking about their family. Would you agree that a lot of our society is built for you to escape problems? One hundred percent. We've definitely turned into a um, a personalized society. You know, it's all about me, and I think you can see that even in COVID looking at the numbers and there's something to say about what countries are recording what stats but i think when you look at america and the western world where it's so focused on me and it's not focused on other people or your community and you can see 
why our stats are much worse than other people. If I escape to work, if I escape to my phone, if I escape to the bar, you know, sure. even training, you know, these, these places that keep me distracted from my problems are all of a sudden all gone. And here I am, you know, stuck looking at the paint dry at my house, you know, <laughs> with the wife I don't really like and the three kids that are crazy that I just leave to my wife or daycare. Now, daycare shut down, the bar shut down, the academy shut down, my work, I'm shut down. You know, there you are left with all these underlying issues that may have been existing for years that both you and your spouse and your family just act like aren't there. You know, there's definitely, I, I know that's kind of a conjecture, general statement, but I think that's <laughs> probably more people than not. Yeah. You know, I can we're, we've been see that. in this process for a while now, though. You know, like this is, didn't just just happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think people are coming to terms. I know I am to more of a long term, sure. You know, idea of this quarantine style life that we all have, right? And though I personally don't find it one hundred percent necessary, um, specifically where we live, I do see the necessity of it. And I think it's beneficial because I think for a long time, as people, we've just been plateaued. Um, Mm. Technology really hasn't advanced that much in the past couple decades. Uh, Adaptive triggers, haptic feedback. (laughs) I know, I know what you mean, but you're right. Where are the holograms? There's an actual term that I've heard one of my my buddies Squints and Alex Alex Sexton and. Squints, we've talked about about him before. Both those guys are really smart, but there's like a term. I don't know if you've heard it. I, don't, I have no idea what it is, but it, it, it's some sort of exceptional leap forward that happens, right. uh, you know, every seven or ten years, like every decade. But sure. But that hasn't happened for like 20 years. Like, right. You know, I like think the last big leap was like 2000s. And I think they're skyrocketed by some sort of resistance. You know, a war, uh, a famine, something where there's a need. And so all of this uh, in initiative and invention and everything else is just pushed forward for the need of it and out of necessity. And then we get to a point where we don't need it and there's no, you know, there's nobody out there trying to find the next best thing to better our society. They're just out there trying to make the next TikTok for a quick buck. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Guys, Zach is uh, TikTok famous. If you want to go follow him, I have, I have one video that got like three thousand views, and oh, that was, that was snap. enough for me. Oh, snap! I, I haven't uploaded a video in what feels like forever. But now, Dakota, in your own life, of course, we're kind of generalizing some some things that are going on in our world, things that we see. You know how these things affect um, the election here in the U.S. Um, big part of it, right? Beyond all of that, during, let's say, just 2020, up to this point, what has this looked like for you, Dakota, in your life, your family, your work? I mean, what are some of the, maybe some of the negatives, but some of the positives as well that you have experienced? I'll give you a negative that turned into a positive. This year, as a family, we really understood and realized the negativity of screens. Um outside of communication. 
So um, it started all just with like uh, a, a class we were taking through Journey Church and uh, about media in the home, social media for kids and teenagers and just what it looks like. And it was really informative, really good. It came with some practical tools that we applied at home. And just this has been recently, but I mean, this has been the whole course of 2020. Um, I just got sick of seeing news and negativity. And uh, I just really came to terms with I'm better off without like social media. I'm better off without constant reminders of everything that's going wrong in the world, you know, 100%. And because of that, I've, I've realized a whole lot of good. I've, I've gained a lot of clarity since then, uh, personally. But you see things that are born out of seeing so much negativity, like uh, John Krasinski's show, Some Good News. I don't know if you ever that's caught some glimpses of that. It's just like, you know, quirky things, but it was just bringing light to people and like in, in in such a dark year it's just shedding light and uh i think we've seen a lot of things like that little glimpses of light being born out of such great darkness of of a year of 2020 that's a great positive and i think all of us can take that advice you know like how yeah. often yeah um there's the two e's entertainment or education you know, which one are you giving more time to, you know, and you could use your phone for either, right? Right. You know, you could look, look up on YouTube, how to make more money, or you could look up on YouTube, you know, cat videos, cat videos. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing new, right? Change is always normal. That's, that should always kind of be in our mind it, because there's also a lot of stories in the Bible. Uh, the Bible's full of stories of not so normal occurrences. You know, I've got actually asking people to do weird stuff that's not either socially accepted or sure. ever even heard of before. Now, do you have any examples that come to mind uh, for you, like of of a story in the Bible that may not be of the ordinary? Yeah, so I have I have two actually. Uh, first, first thing that comes to mind is a story of David and Goliath. Um, as most of you know, it's a very popular story, so most of you should know this, but. Uh, God basically ordains the youngest of this family, David, to um, go to the front of the battlefield and take down Goliath on the on the other side, on the front lines. And he has David use nothing but uh, stones in a sling, no armor or anything. And uh, he takes down this giant and they end up winning the war. I mean, there's tons of examples in the Bible. But the other thing that I just really quickly thought of was uh, the perfume bottle. With the, the alabaster jar. Yes. What a weird thing to do, but yet such a beautiful moment. Um, right. For those that aren't familiar with that story, right? They, um, she was basically a prostitute, if I recall correctly. and um, But she poured out all this super expensive perfume, like all over her hair. And, um, and then she used her hair to wash Jesus' feet. Wash his feet there's a lot you can learn from this but the uh, it's contrasted with people who think they're healthy but this lady that was so low but knew she was and mm -hmm. saw jesus as this symbol of hope and uh just kind of an over overarching point of this was this adoration that she had for jesus 
that he accepted her her uh, offering of love. Yeah, you know, and so, so that was another thing. Yeah, you know, you just read that story at face value, and you're like, "What a weird thing! <laughs> like, like, what I did I just read?" read? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about I mean, for you? I mean, there's from cover to cover, the whole Bible is normal people being asked to do abnormal things in the name of Jesus, or in the name of God, in the name of of uh, this relationship that God desires with with mankind, and you know, all the way from Noah building the ark he was even made fun of in the middle of it but he trusted god because he knew what god had called him to do uh, you know with the story of i believe it's the story of legion when the swine went off the edge and um you know but there there's the reaction of the crowd was this is so weird get away from us jesus you know and i'm not sure if it's that story there's somewhere in the bible right i know it's i know it's in there um but I, just I know they were like, angry. I know they were angry, right? But that, that's oftentimes when Jesus would do a miracle, you know, it would be accepted and, like, great. But a, a lot of the other times, you know, it was thought of as so odd or so different. Like, they would ask Jesus to leave, you know. Oh, yeah, the, another story that I really like is when Saul kind of had his encounter with God turned to, Paul, right? His kind of conversion into Christianity, you know, what is, is, uh, you know, the way that his eyes were, had scales on them. He was blinded and led by hand. And, you know, he was completely dependent upon other people. Like just the way that that story unfolded was so different. Like, why did God have to make him blind? You know, it's very different. And there was just some random guy that came in and like helped him out and prayed for him. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's like so many different, different stories of God asking normal people to do extraordinary things. You know, when Peter saw the vision of all the, like the animals coming down from heaven and like just the donkey talking in the old Testament, like the, the seas being split into like, I mean, just all these major stories, Jericho walking around to seven times. I don't know. I'll like, you go read the Bible, right? (laughs) I think a great uh, underlying tone between all of those is more than just it was weird but more of something miraculous came because people stepped out of their comfort zone and they mm-hmm. did something that was uncomfortable to them and that's what made the miraculous happen that's a great way to put it and you know we keep kind of saying like the whole bible right <laughs> but just look into it just look at just look into it man (laughs) but is literally the old testament new testament the old covenant and the new covenant that is the the major change in this is god was in one place after jesus came he's everywhere you know the old covenant was reliant reliant upon you performing uh, to the law you know the sacrifices the, uh, the, the payment still need to be made but then jesus came he's the payment now we are saved by grace through faith. That is the new normal. But was that accepted as the new normal at the time? You know, very much not. You know, and so they weren't meant to live as they were. That's the whole reason why Jesus died, is he was bringing a new normal to the picture. And it wasn't accepted because people liked the way things were. You know, 
So, with that in mind, right, are we right now to continually think in the past about things that were, or are we to adapt and move, move forward? forward? Yes, absolutely. You know, where where can we change and embrace change to where it benefits um, our livelihood, not only for Christianity, but just as a society in general? Um, taking all the things that we've been lazy about or just comfortable with or just okay with, and instead turning those around into something beautiful, a miracle, really. Wow, yeah, well said. A verse I wanted to share, Dakota, I've shared this probably two other times. Um, but it's literally probably my favorite passage, Jeremiah 17. You know, again, just contrast this idea of two different trees. And uh, and it says that cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. We could just stop there, honestly. But uh, <laughs> then in verse 6, it goes, They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. So that is the, the, the picture that it gives to someone who trusts man and not God. You know, they're, they're like a stunted shrub in the desert, no hope, no water, uh, barren wilderness, uninhabited, salty land. You ever been to Salt Lake City? Um, yes, I have actually. Have you been to the Salt Lake? It shouldn't have been a trick question. <laughs> no, I have not been to the Salt Lake. So I went there once on a, on a trip, and do you know, like, the deepest point of Salt Lake Lake is, like, six feet or something? No way. It's, the reason why it's called Salt Lake is it's so shallow that salt, like, the water has nowhere to go. It's just, like, this really flat lake, hmm. and there's so much dead stuff there. Like, the birds who try to eat stuff they just fall out of the sky there's bones and it's really really nasty and it stinks and so this built a town around it (laughs) uh anyways so we got we brought there and then we left and went up into the mountain like you know there's a bunch of good skiing there and stuff so we went up into like one of those areas where there was like a big waterfall and dude it was just gorgeous just huge um vegetation and all this like you know trees and all that kind of, like life there was life there and the whole idea was this contrast between us absorbing god's greatness and acceptance but then we don't do anything with it we're no better than the shallow salt lake but if we allow god to come into us and flow through us we when the water has somewhere to go we are no longer shallow, but water's flowing through and there's health, you know, and now that's the same picture that this is giving with someone who trusts man, even though they may look big and deep and healthy, they are nothing like the person who may be undescript and trusting in the Lord. So the Bible describes that person as blessed is the man who trusts um, in the Lord and has made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along the riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green, and they never stop producing fruit. 
Now I know, again, I've mentioned this this passage a couple times. Sure. But dude, it does, it always matches, and it's always like the verse, the couple verses I go back to, um, to keep me grounded and focused. No matter what's on the surface, my roots are deep. Like, that's what I try to tell myself. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I just think we could all learn from this passage to not worry if there's a new normal, because there is. But the Lord has not been taken by surprise by it, and we are to trust him. You know, my, my suspicion is that things will never be the same, and they're not supposed to be. That's okay. Yeah. You know, if we trust the Lord, we have nothing to fear. And so that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Jesus is still on the throne. I was just going to say, I completely agree with you. And uh, I'm I'm happy to embrace a new normal. I mean, think if, uh, if jujitsu had stopped in the 80s. Think about all the new fighting techniques and everything else that we wouldn't have now. You're telling me that there would be no lapel encyclopedia if that happened? <laughs> I'm just saying there, there comes a point where people need to be like iron sharpens iron and people need to embrace change in a positive way so that we can just benefit as a whole. Yeah, come on. Cool. If you have any comments on this subject um, being back to normal, please let us know. We would love to hear from you um, on Patreon, of course, or our social media feeds. We love to hear from you guys. And his name is John C. By popular demand, Dakota, the walkout song <laughs> of the week is just a I mean, you, you know that cat uh, for Rocket League? <laughs> so there's this video, right? So we, we like play Rocket League. We, might, we talk about Rocket League more than anything else usually. But we love this game, Rocket League, right? They just had an update to this. If you're not familiar, they uh, the lobby music when the game loads, they used to be this, this song. First of all, Rocket League has like the greatest soundtrack, right behind Death Stranding in my opinion. But uh, just really cool EDM music and and just bangers. So they switched it to where now this new song usually comes up in the lobby music. And that song is All I Need by uh, Slushy. And somebody out there in the Rock League community put um, like a video of this cat that's like head bobbing to that <laughs> song. And it's like uh, the new Rocket League music got me like, and then it shows that cat. This is so, so good. Our joke in our squad is like, man, you, you ever just feel like that cat? <laughs> So, anyway, here's a preview of that song. Super good. Um, great for lobby music and Rocket League, but also really good if you have, like, a fight coming up or or just want a banger. So, here's a preview. <laughs> yeah. This episode's verse comes from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, and it simply and eloquently says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when you look into it, you got to look into it. Look oh, into it. I'm when you look into, into it. it. This week's look into it is a book called This Gospel. It's a collection of sermons from Dick Brodgen, and this gospel is a collection of of sermons preached by him, they are gathered um, in the pages of this book. 
in the hope that as you read them, you will be encouraged to love Jesus, to align with his purposes in all the earth, and to be willing to do whatever it takes for his honor wherever you are. And I've made it through about a third, I would say, of this book. And Before some of the sermons, <laughs> some of these sermons are, are shorter, some are a little bit longer, but I I read them not every every day or um, even every week, but usually a couple times a month. I'll read a sermon or two in there, and uh, I love uh, Brodkin's perspective, and man, he just out, outlines what the Great Commission is all about in different contexts, and um, yeah, one of my favorite teachers. So, This Gospel, a collection of sermons from Dick Brodkin. Dakota, I think that's all we got for our season three finale. Man, that is it. What a what a heavy topic to just focus on through the holidays and uh, just to embrace. Yeah. yeah, and we hope all of you, speaking of holidays, have a great Thanksgiving, great Christmas. We will continue um, our, our roadmap moving forward for the rest of 2020 as we are continuing we are going to continue to upload our cross uh, choke plus episodes on Patreon. So those will continue to be um, about every other week for our patron um, cornerman subscribers. And then we will also continue to do cross punch episodes roughly once a month. Um, We'll probably get one more of those in before Christmas. And then after once January comes around, we'll hop back into our regularly scheduled programming. Oh yeah. And for, Until then, we'll see you next time. Next time. We just want to take a moment to thank our Purple Belt patrons out there, starting with the minion himself, Louis Lopez. Jacob. JFK Duran. And Isaiah the Nutcracker Rodriguez. Remember, you could get your name read in the credits with your uh, stellar fighter nickname uh, each and every episode. episode by joining us on Patreon. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Season 3 of Cross Choke. It was a blast creating this episode, and we hope you enjoyed listening. Feel free to follow Zach at AndoBute and myself at South for a day. Have a phenomenal day, and join us next time on Cross Choke. Cyberpunk 2077 still delayed. <laughs> Won't come out until 2077. That's great episode. Oh yeah. So, Marvel is in its ninth consecutive series. It's yeah. on its 123rd movie. WandaVision still coming out this year. <laughs> That's awesome. We still don't know who Baby Yoda is.